What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed podcast with your favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Hello, listeners. How are we doing today? Say it in Italian. Ciao. <laughs> oh, this lady has been learning Italian for the past, I don't know, how many months? And we've Vore bere del vino dalle? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Do you know what that means? No, I'm not studying Italian. I would like to drink wine at your place. Ooh. Ooh. Have you been just learning some sexual languages or uh No, see, sentences? I think the best way to learn a language is not to read it, not to write it, but simply learn phrases that are actually important. Like, like where's do you the want bathroom? to drink wine at your place? I know. I was going to say, is that an important line to say? I think I say it a lot in English, so it only makes sense to learn it in Italian. Fair. I love going on YouTube and looking up celebrities that speak another language and that you didn't know. Mm. Like they might learn French or they know Spanish or whatever it is. And I was thinking, I'm like, I need to be bilingual. I need to. What so would you I, learn? I want to do Spanish. I think that for me and where we live and I, I just feel like that's the most used one in my surrounding area. So I figured that would be probably plus I've been learning it since high school. That's kind of disappointing too. Do you think about that? How we've been learning Spanish since we were probably in middle school and nothing stuck with me is that nothing is anyone else feeling this way how did you study a language for maybe six years like i had to learn it in college as well because that was a part of my major but nothing i'll do you one better when was the last time you used a squared plus b squared equals c squared let me know none pythagorean's theorem let me know when did you use pi Never. Did you ever look at a triangle and say that was a acute triangle or obtuse? Is it obtuse? I hated geometry. Whenever they would say, what's the last degree you have to fill it in? I don't know. Why do I need this? You know what's kind of crazy is I don't even think I've said this on the podcast. I've always been a good student. Like I tried it. You actually, you're also a really good student as well. We've had pretty much the same grades. The only class only class mm -hmm. I've ever had a C in, I almost had a D in the class, was freshman year geometry. It was one of those things I just couldn't understand that language. Either you have a math brain or you don't. I don't. This is not a subject you can just learn and be good at. I'm sorry. Either you have it or you don't. And us Stallones definitely. Definitely. Not one of us. Don't are. have the math gene. No, I remember in elementary school, I'd fail a test. And if you failed a test, you have to go to your parents and have them sign the test that they saw that you did bad. So what I did, because I'm a little trickster, I saw my dad was signing maybe some documents. And so I grabbed one, brought it to my room, practiced it over and over and over. So then right before I'm supposed to hand in the test, I would just do the signature. And so the signatures were all the same. Oh, I did the same thing, but a little bit better. What did you do? I covered the entire math test with another sheet of paper that I found online that was some random school's permission slip form uh, for a field trip. So it looked like it was a field trip signature that he had to sign. I go, just sign the bottom. And he signed the line and then I removed the paper. It was my math test. Oh, that's actually yeah. really smart. Do you remember? Oh my God. I know we're going into memory lane, but this is a really funny one. There was probably a period in time during, I think my 
middle school where I did not try. I think the teacher was friends with my mom. And so she got a lot. Um, she helped me get away with a lot of things if I didn't do well on a test. But I'd still do bad in the test. She probably, I think, maybe just input it differently. But I don't know what it was. Um, and I remember my backpack had the secret zipper compartment in the back. Uh-oh. So uh, you were with me. Do you remember this? I had the red backpack and it was right after a soccer game. And I used to put all of my bad tests in behind that bag. I remember. And I remember at the end of the soccer game, we're walking back up to the car. And I don't know why, but my mom was looking for something in the bag. And I don't know how she found this secret zipper, but she unzipped it and it flew open. And when I say it was a movie of scattering papers flying out the car and my mom yeah. picks up some of them. It was like a scene in Mean Girls when they pick up the po- like the signs. It's like, who's dirty secret? She looked at me and I was grounded for so long. It was bad. It was bad. You got screamed at. Did you ever feel like as a kid when one of us would get screamed at, you kind of just sat there, smiled to yourself because it wasn't you getting screamed at? Sometimes. Right? Sometimes, yeah. Whatever you got yelled at, I would just say, I would just nod my head and smile and look out the window being like, so happy that's not me. It ain't me. Oh, no. I. But you know what? It, why I always would smile is because it sounds so horrible. Um, would be because I would normally be the one that would get yelled at for something. Mm-hmm. And so when it was your turn, I'd go, finally, I'm the favorite today. I know. We're so evil that way. We really um, are. If, if we're going down memory lane, I would love to talk about some shows that we sort of grew up with that would absolutely not fly on tv today it would be canceled shut down it wouldn't even make it through the first round give me an example do you remember that show next on mtv where they'd get the singles and they'd go on a bus and be like hi i'm britney i'm i'm blah 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 and then she'd walk up to the guy and oh. he'd look at her and be like nah next holy shit do you remember you just that? unlocked an entire i know so sometimes i like to go on youtube and get into these really weird rabbit holes and all of a sudden i started watching silent library <gasps> next silent I library know. okay if anyone doesn't know what silent library is basically it's the funniest show ever you have a bunch of friends in a library that is obviously set up by mtv and there's one lady that's supposed to be the quote quote librarian and the whole point is they make these kids um who someone will get unlucky and have to go through this task and if you're loud it's a fail yeah but if you're quiet strikes and yeah and when we say like tasks they get shocked they get uh i don't know what like tied up or the funniest one is they had a man walk into the library and just slap one of them in the face and walk out it was so funny but that would just not fly today no but i was watching i was watching next Next. oh my god i truly would love to know first of all where these contestants are today because they were all the ages of 18 to 23 yeah like no one was older than that and they were just so dumb like for example this one guy walks out of the bus and goes hi i'm cody i'm 22 and i'll just go ahead and say it curvy girls make my junk twitch ew are you serious (laughs) i swear and i go like, what is Cody doing today? What parallel universe are we in? What, yeah. what, no, but what does Cody do for a living now? Oh, that's right. What is he doing right I now? I need to find Cody. But this show was just so But great. I just realized that. So the the re- why I find this so funny is that if you guys haven't seen it too, like you walk out of the bus and the guy can look at you and go, next. 
it's so bad and then it's so mean but if he likes you you go on to the like the first date the second date third date and if you go throughout the entire rounds so you go on like the final date with him but he can genuinely just and look at you and too. say next they're very savage yeah they're both she'll savage. be like oh what's your favorite music and he'll say country she goes mm, next and just like oh. you can't have a difference of opinions on the show oh my god i'm trying to think of another show that wouldn't fly by today i know we used so to many of these old mtv shows you know what we grew up on that i was obsessed with was the girls next door oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. with the playboy mansion i just felt so naughty watching it like oh my god i shouldn't be seeing this but this is a dream come true (laughs) no i I saw a mansion with a zoo and pool parties and obviously i'm so young that i have no idea what's really going on in the playboy mansion but i'm thinking this looks like disneyland you know a show i think would be really funny that we went on if we would go on it Hmm. wipe out is it just me or do I, does everyone else think that they can just destroy that obstacle? I'm, like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm, I'm probably a little cocky. I think I would do well, but at the same time, I feel like I would actually have the worst wipeout of you wipeout history. You would wipe out easily. A show that I would for sure pass, American Ninja Warrior. You would for Justine, sure. You have people that are trained no, acrobats yeah. and strength trainers. Their yeah. parkour is, is a real thing. I'm not going for time, but I will go for completion, and I think I could clear it. You really sure. think you can clear it? I think so. You know, I would be horrible at what? Fear Factor. That do you remember that show? So stupid. I could not do that. That I'm would sorry. stress me out. If you, how would you know? I don't know if I would want to be sitting. I, you know, there was an episode. I just remember this. Wow, there was an episode where the girl got in a hole into a coffin. No. They closed the coffin and then they started putting dirt on the coffin and she was getting buried alive. I would lose my mind. Lose my mind. Like imagine being buried alive for the show. I just don't understand why anyone would want to do that. Sit in a bucket with cockroaches. I would rather. What is the point? Put you in a room with spiders and see how that I'd goes. I'd put you in a room with the clown, bitch. Oh, Try shit. me. Try, Try me. me. Try me. The, you know what's Guess what I'm dressing for Halloween? A clown. <laughs> what, what? I said Halloween, I'm going to dress up as a spider. I'm going to be a clown. Bet. You as a spider Fine. for Halloween would be so stupid looking. <laughs> if I was dressed as a spider, oh walk, you would look stupid dressed as a clown. <laughs> I think I could play a p- pretty sexy clown. Oh, you love clowns. You I love that, the guy that plays it. I do. What's his name? Shit. What's his Bob? <gasps> Bob is it not Bob? Oh, maybe it is. I I I think I know where you're. I catch your drift, but I don't oh think that's his. Should we uh, talk name. about our Fourth of July? Oh yeah, you guys, Happy Fourth of July! I know it was this past weekend. I hope everyone celebrated, had a fun time, was safe, was safe. Yes. Um, we didn't actually go to the same event together, which is pretty shocking because normally we go to everything together. I think yours was definitely more successful. Mine was way better. Tell me why. Well. I think it was because I wasn't in LA, LA. I wasn't in like West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. I know if you guys are listening, you're from LA, you get what I'm saying. If you're not, um, that's just kind of more central LA. I was in more the beach, like Marina Del Rey, closer to Manhattan Beach. And I feel like those people never really venture out to where I live. And I never go over there. And everyone was just so goddamn nice. Every single person. 
I, I don't know if it's the energy of the beach. I don't know if everyone's just happy to be outside, tan, drinking together, but it was just really nice. Like everyone was, no one was clicky. Everyone was welcoming. I know. That's really refreshing. And I didn't really know anyone there. I like knew one person. So I was pretty nervous walking in. I, yeah. That weird. would stress me out. My social anxiety, just hearing that you go into a party and not knowing a single yeah. person. I need to have someone with me. That's why I drag you to every event with me. But you know what's good, though, that we do have a benefit Like when we go to these events is that we're good at keeping conversations with people. Like I can make friends yes. with a wall. Like I really, like no, I, I can true. adapt, that's but true. it's definitely nerve-wracking because you want them to like is, you. I've been told that I'm so unapproachable because I have um, a severe resting bitch face. RBF. Yeah, big time. You know, I was just born with it. It's Came not terrible, guys. It. I've tried. It's, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. I've tried smiling and I think it made it worse. But the problem is people take my resting bitch face as, oh my God, she's so unapproachable and mean and scary and she just looks like a, a nasty girl. But really, I'm just so socially uncomfortable in a setting because yesterday I was at a party and I didn't know anyone and I was sort of just standing there by the snack table and i didn't i was just nervous and everyone was like avoiding me i didn't talk to anyone and i was like oh god what did you do i went with my cousin ryan and my friend and we went to a party that i knew no one at and it was probably 10 kids there and it was fine it wasn't that great i i kind of think events like the fourth of july like new year's they sort of have this expectation that it's going to be a wild day right. or it's going to be so fun or eventful and it's never really that it's not i drove i was the designated driver which i'm so happy i did that the best part of my fourth of july was coming home to the pizza you ordered thanks You're welcome. for that i know i almost hit a deer on the way home <gasps> oh that's actually and when very I say scary almost hit a deer it was so scary i screamed so loud that i lost my voice it it was that close. It came out of nowhere because I was driving through the canyons and they just come out. From yeah, the they hills. do. And it was, you know, you terrifying. can die. You oh, can die time. too. I mean, not only does the deer get severely injured or passes away, like you can get as the driver pass away or get severely injured as well. Seriously, so that is scary. It was very scary. But, but going back to being socially awkward, I'm really hoping that when we do live on our own and move out that we sort of host small gatherings so just so that i could be better at this talking is, to people this is the problem because i'm in the same boat with you we're the same i think people assume we're a lot cooler and we get it when we mm, come into mm, room mm. Mm, polar opposite i feel like i almost have to try this is you know what it is also why i get nervous going to these things is because i feel like i have to try harder when I feel like we've said this on the show before, but don't you feel like you have to be overly nice, like overly communicated, oh my communicative? God. I try or, to make every conversation with a new person the most memorable one they'll have of the night and say things that put me down to make it funny. And but we're not being fake, but that's the thing. I just want to make sure like we're not doing this stuff because we're no. just trying to put on a show and act this way. But it's a, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, it's a little bit of pressure. We're just trying to make sure that people know we're not... Well, more so you sometimes that you're not actually the RBF that everyone thinks is walking around the streets. So that's why we really need to be better at this. I think especially being in lockdown for almost two years. Yeah. I really forgot not only how to sort of date, but sort of how to talk to people casually. I know. Like, how do you 
what do you talk about other than you don't want to talk about covid it's kind of funny though coming out of covid a lot of the questions that i was asked yesterday was oh what have you been up to just the same thing that you've been up to on the couch watching tv every night what what has everyone been up to what else i know watching next I i mean was i supposed to say yeah you know i just landed this huge job and i'm making this much money and i have a new relationship like i've got none of those things ditto Ditto. We're in the same freaking boat. Um, do you want to talk about your book club you started? Oh, thanks, Sistine. I, I got you, sis. Um, thanks. So, yeah, you guys. So, I've been actually thinking about this for a bit. I'm kind of caught off guard. I wasn't prepared for to bring this up. But I love reading. And I realized that I've found it pretty difficult on social media to figure out what my voice is and what I really love. And I, I like makeup, but I'm not passionate about makeup. I like fashion but I'm not passionate about it and so what can I really show on Instagram that truly is something that is important to me and I've always just loved reading since day one and so I decided um, to make a long story short to start a virtual book club in a way or just show my suggestions what I'm reading um, have very aesthetically pleasing photos things maybe I post or that I didn't take photos of but it's just hey, look, it's more going to be something that I'm enjoying and it's a hobby for me. And if you guys want to follow, it's called Favorite Book Club. I actually don't even think I've posted anything on it yet. And I've gotten a couple follows because you followed it and my cousin followed it. So it's starting to kind of pick up with the 20 people that follow it. She goes, it's picking up. We've got 20 We've got followers. 20 followers. 20 smackaroos. But yeah, it's just, I'm excited. It's just something that I know I'm going to enjoy doing. And it's not going to be something stressful for me because I do you like doing it? So when it? are you going to start posting? Oh, I don't know. Should I, I probably have to start today. Do it today. Maybe I'll do it today. I was going to do like a little video, maybe a thing just saying like why I'm doing it and things like that. And uh, I'll be more active and showing my face more on it than I probably will on my normal Instagram or my main Instagram page. But I it, it does. I'll be honest. I've been holding off on it. Why? Because it's, I don't know why I'm so nervous to post about it. I'm excited You're to post that you read books. No, I, I mean, what does that even mean? I don't know because it's more of who I really am, which is I'm kind of a book nerd. I so know it's I've, more putting yourself out there. Yeah. It, it, and it's going to, because I know we have a lot of our friends that have something specific for them, that they are really talkative. And I know that we've been told by even our teams that we need to be more active on social media mm-hmm. and showing who we are. Um, cause we can't just rely on this podcast 24 seven to be our only source of, our personality showing off but yeah i don't know why i mean it's not like you're making an only fans and putting yourself out there that way you're making a book club are you still on it's that like train of wanting to do it thing. thanks didn't you want to start an only fans but not have anything involving sexual photos it'd be like a cooking class i think it would be so funny if someone just did the exact opposite people of have only fans is but not really but people got in trouble or not trouble but like people got mad at by their payers like absolutely no nudity nothing sexual just something that is so basic like hi i'm gonna teach you how to make a granny smith apple pie today and it's just normal like something funny i don't know well why don't you start doing that just on your instagram because sistine actually is a really good baker and do you think anyone would watch me bake an apple pie can i yes do you know why because listeners let me know if you will i'll tell you why as i remember i even just posted my protein energy balls that i made and i got so many responses just my friends alone that made it and really wanted the recipe and things like that you know what's funny sometimes i think that i get nervous that i'm gonna be judged for posting 
something that is a bit offbeat or or not expected of me but i'm not nervous that strangers that i've never met like the bulk of my followers are going to judge me i'm nervous that it's the people that sort of knew me before you know what i mean like there friends lies, from high school Sistine, that are going to judge why me. why do you think i'm nervous about this book club it's How exactly is that, that isn't that lame that i want to post something or you want to post something that is more true to who you are and it's actually a little bit more nerve-wracking because you're worried about your like immediate the 2% friend groups. of your followers is what we're worried about. But, you know, none of them, though, have ever been not supportive. Like, I don't think I've had anybody watch it and say, like, what are you posting? It's weird. Everyone's been like, that's really cool. But it's in my own head and in your it's own head that we're like. crazy how the yeah. brain just conjures up insecurity and worries and what if. When, Make those what ifs. Why when not? no one made you feel that way, by the way. You know what I mean? Not yeah. one of your friends made you feel bad. Maybe one person has something to say, but they're just jealous. If they say something mean, they're just jealous that they're not doing it themselves. Absolutely. But it's so funny that we talk ourselves into this rabbit hole of. I've had this book club page probably since mid-June. It's it crazy. is. It is July. And you guys, if that's how you're feeling, maybe you have 10 followers. Maybe you have a million followers. Just post whatever you want post things that actually make you happy post things that um might teach something to someone just because you never know i know even my friends that don't have a ton of followers like i have one girlfriend that she's always making bread like sourdough bread and it always in my mind i'm like i really want to know she does that i I want to bake one day so just that alone i think we need to be more real on instagram i know it's a highlight reel but if you're going to make it a highlight reel, why don't you do things that share who you are? You know what? I agree. Okay. So we are going to do one unsolicited advice. And I think it'd be fun to do also a couple bedtime stories because we got a couple submissions. So thank you guys so Ooh. much for doing that. And remember, if you guys want your question answered, you go to Apple podcast, you write a review and that's where you put the question and you give us a five star rating. So this is from Julia and she wrote, Dear Unwax Podcast, I don't know who will be reading this, but I really love your podcast. Um, and I was wondering if I could please ask a question for the unsolicited advice segment. My question is, how do you know if a guy is into you when he is just your friend? I have a friend that's a guy, but he's acting different, and I'm not really sure whether he is flirting with me or not. Thank you for making this podcast. You guys make me feel like you're the sisters I never had. Love you guys. Aww. Very sweet. Love you too. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. You, I do you know what I'm gonna let you take rain more on this one sometimes because I feel like you've had more guy friends that I've probably liked you. So let me just get it straight. Her guy friend, strictly just a friend, is flirting with her, and she doesn't know what to do with it. Well, no, she said that. How do you know if a guy is into you if he's just your friend? I have a friend that's a guy and he's um, acting different, and I'm not sure if it's flirting or not okay it's a bit it's a bit um this broad is my, because i i mean i feel like it's easier if you told us specifically what he's doing this is my take on it if you know this guy's behavior because he's your friend and it's been consistent for a while and then all of a sudden he's acting different towards you and you're picking up on it number one we always say this on the show your intuition is always right so if you have a gut feeling that he likes you he probably does mm-hmm. second thing I've always thought that girls and guys can be friends and live in a world that that is a possibility and there would be nothing sexual, no flirting, no relationship. It's strictly just a girlfriend and a guy friend relationship. Now, 
as I've gotten older, I've seen a few things. I've experienced a few things. I've come to the conclusion that that is not always the case. There are some exceptions to the rule. Yep. But if he is your guy friend, even if he'll never admit it on some small, small, small scale that maybe it's buried deep down inside of him, he has already thought of the possibility of you two being more than friends. And the only reason why a guy won't progress further with a girl that's his friend is because you've made it very, very clear that nothing's going to happen. So they won't shoot their shot. I mean, there's always signs you can tell when you have a guy friend, um, whether or not they're flirting with you. I mean, I do think that when they're very vulnerable with you, when they're playing with you a bit, teasing you like it's a schoolyard thing. And sometimes you can really see a difference in the way that they look at you. Yeah. Like lingering a little bit longer. Tell a lot. Mm -hmm. And I sort of experienced that this past week and I was with a few of my guy friends that I haven't seen in a few years cut to two years later and I'm getting the same sort of vibe. So I feel exactly or understand exactly what you're feeling right now. So just play it cool. Keep doing what you're doing. If you want to just be friends with him, I wouldn't address anything unless he did first because then you don't want to feel you know, embarrassed if all of a sudden he pulls away and say, oh, where did you come up with that? I don't like you there has to be a moment i think yes if you can feel you, you can feel the moment whether that's if you're dating a guy for the first time you always know if it's going to be different and if there's a moment where you guys are sitting together and there's just this energy where you guys are both looking at each other in some type of way maybe address it i mean i hope you like the guy because i think going some, from friends to relationship is say, really sweet and i think it's almost better those are the best relationships yeah when you start it as friends and you say hold on i like you you like me mm-hmm. as a person let's not- be a power duo exactly so i hope julia that helped you out and i hope you guys end up together good luck girl keep us updated and now we are going to head into bedtime stories and this one sistine hasn't read yet and i think she'll like this i i read Ooh. this pretty quickly um and it's a bit shocking and it's kind oh, of I hard. love it. It's a little hard to believe. So if you guys want to have your bedtime stories read on the show and have our reactions to it, make sure you email the story at unwaxedpodcast at gmail.com. That is unwaxedpodcast at gmail.com and we will read your stories on the show. Now, bedtime stories can be anything from something emotional and heavy that you've gone through something extremely funny, embarrassing, grotesque, whatever you want. Sophia, take it away. This is called Don't Do Dating Apps Kids. This sounds very relatable to us. Mm. Hi, Stallone sisters. I thought I would submit a bedtime story that has happened to my roommate. She's very unlucky when it comes to sex and relationships. Sorry, I added my own commentary in this story because it's just too good. My roommate went on her second date with a guy where they went hiking in the dark. Sketch, that should have been a sign. After they got to the summit, he invited her to his place. On the way to the guy's house, she almost got in a car wreck. Things are going really good. When she got to his place, she went up to his room where his grandma walked in and said, Rachel looked like one of her nieces. What? When the grandma left... The guy went to pee and physically picked up the door to move it to close because it was off its hinges. What? Then she noticed that there were two other unhinged doors with big holes punched in them. Run. 
run a huge red flag when he got back from the restroom the office was playing and the mood was set what a mood setter the office How really the picks office up those just cancel out everything really picks up prior. those romantic vibes uh, it's like uh straight in pennsylvania let's go in the middle of a makeout session he randomly slapped her in the face what, what? and said Oh, sorry. I couldn't help myself. No. This was their second date. This would not be the last time other dudes would slap her during makeout sessions. Hold on. I don't know how she's had such bad luck. I love your podcast. Thanks for making me laugh. Hold on. Hold on. We got to break it down. Let's start with hike in the dark. Wait. Okay. Hike in the dark. First of all, hiking on a date. You know how I feel about this. Big no-no. Plus, you're in the dark. What the fuck? Yeah, really. Okay, so they got to the summit and then went to his place where they almost got in a car accident. So already the date's just going to shit. And then they get to his place where his grandma walked in and said that she looked like one of her nieces. That sounds like a horror movie. It sounds like, yeah. Like, like the grandma coming in and saying, oh, hi, sweetie. Yeah, she's probably like standing in the doorway watching. He slapped her in the no, face. No, I know that. I'm just trying to help. I mean, I'm trying and then to he's just, sorry, I couldn't help myself. I mean... Dude, what? Yeah, that's not right. That's not right at all. You don't ever hit a girl, first of all. Second of all... Without her consent. Yeah, without her consent. If she's like... If this is something that is between the two of you, you guys know each other, and then she said it's okay, and you said okay. I mean, everyone's talked yeah, about it, and you've communicated about it very clearly, what the red line is, what the what your boundaries are. Okay. But not in any world, shape, or form, should have that happened, and that happened twice to this girl. Like, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. I would love a, a follow-up. Yeah, really. I have a few questions. I'm really sorry, Rachel. Did she leave? Just remember this, Rachel, and the girl that wrote in. Do not let anyone do that to you. Please read the room. Read the signs. You want to make worth. sure that you're safe. You know you know your worth. Like, make sure that everyone is aware of where you're going, who you're with. Because no matter what, you don't know this person in the mm-hmm. end. And you have to make sure that everyone that you know is aware of where you are. Like, I know Sissy knows exactly where I am and vice versa. You've got to be safe. And you've got to do your research on the person that you're about to go out with, even if it's from a dating app and you've seen two photos of him. You have to do your research. I know I make jokes about me stalking, but they're honestly for some kind of good... I mean, this sounds like every horror podcast that I've ever listened to. Yeah, really. Hiking in the dark. Not okay. Not okay. I mean, that's not even like... That I, that's that's how all of them start. That's how every one of the shows yeah. start. Just be safe. Be safe, please. And that is all we have for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Unwax Podcast. I know, I know we don't have visuals anymore. I know we don't have any YouTube uploadings, but I promise you they're gonna come soon and they're gonna come in hot. We're having some big changes coming up. Oh yeah, you guys. The podcast is getting a Beverly Hills facelift. It's going to look so good. We're going to Dr. Re- Miami is going to put those implants in and make you them guys, large. It's going to be great. So just hold off a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you guys writing in. Please, again, go to the Apple podcast page. Leave your unsolicited advice question in the ratings and review section. Subscribe. Share. Yeah, please, you guys, share this podcast. If you truly love it, it would help Sistine and I. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. Post about it. We watch and read everything. And so... I was in the DMs this morning reading all of your comments. 
all of them really truly appreciate the ones that do say something we love you guys and we hope you have a great rest of the week stay unwaxed see you next tuesday bye from all of us here at the show thanks for staying unwaxed no kelly clarkson be sure to download new episodes every tuesday on apple podcasts spotify or podcastone.com follow your hosts at sophia stallone and at sistine stallone and be sure to follow the show at unwaxed podcast we'll see you next week